wrestling fanatics. Welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining the Queens of Belly Up Wrestling as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, a.k.a. the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady, Kayla. Hello. And our resident jester, Jolie. Sup. Like with any episode, we want to highlight the biggest stories from the week. But first, we have to address the elephant in the room, or should I say the world at this time. With the coronavirus pandemic going on, businesses, schools, and even the sports world have been affected. With state and local officials barring large gatherings and canceling or postponing major events, no final decision has even been made about WrestleMania to date. So, Joey, I'm going to throw this one to you first because you're the one the most affected by it because you were actually planning on attending WrestleMania. What the hell is Vince waiting on? I'm praying to God that he is waiting to get the if they're postponing it to get everything in place and announcing that um, and the dates and the times. That's what I'm hoping that they're doing. But also, I can also see it as post 9/11 when SmackDown went on the air. And they were the only ones doing a live event, the only ones doing anything for the country. So it's 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 a, but this is a different situation. No, and and um, with even with postponement and everything, like with the um, fans outside the country, if they're given enough time to make arrangements and everything, I know like a lot of like these days when you're even making hotel trips. Uh, like a hotel reservations, airline reservations, and anything like that, you could take advantage of insurances and stuff like that. So it's like he postpones now. The fans can get the insurances going, get everything rearranged, and just go from there. Kayla, what do you say? I really don't know what to think about this whole coronavirus thing going on right now. Um, the one thing I do have to agree with, he does need to postpone WrestleMania. Like Julie, I said, you got people all over this country that, you know, is coming either all over this world that's coming from all sorts of places. And he definitely needs to postpone it. He don't need to continue or put it in the performance center because I ain't definitely ain't going to um, make things matter. Um, oh, hell no. But as far as one thing I do have to address, what's up with the damn toilet paper not being existing? <laughs> Jolie's actually speechless on that one. I have no idea. I've been to Sam's Club. I've been to Walmart. The only place I know that I can get toilet paper because people really don't look for toilet paper there is at Lowe's or Home Depot. Um, but no, um, they are putting into effect for every 24-hour store. Um, I, right now, I know it's mainly Walmarts, but I think they're doing it to every grocery store across the country. Every 24-hour store will no longer be 24 hours. They'll close around 10, 11 o'clock at night, and this will yeah. give them a chance to get supplies in, resupply. The best bet that we could have done is the best thing that we can do right now, and it's going to hurt a lot of people. It's going to hurt this economy. Canceling WrestleMania is going to hurt a lot of people in the tent. Tampa area. I don't want to know what you're watching. Um, like the mom and pop stores. Like I like when we were in New York, we didn't go to any like fancy restaurants. We mainly ate out at a pizza store, or when we were at Access, we walked up to a barbecue joint. Like we went to mom and pop places. 
that that's where I like to go. That's where I like to spend my money. And Tampa was going to be no different for me. Like I was going to go to mom and pop places. I was like, I mean, yeah, I might've stopped at Wendy's or like the, the regular change for a quick bite, but like for like dinner or anything else, I would have stopped at mom and pop places because uh, those are the bread and butter of our, uh, our country, bread and butter of our economy. Um, they're the bread and butter of the independent wrestling scene without mom and pops taking care of them. We can't take care of them. And that's another thing. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think WrestleCon is canceling unless they postpone WrestleMania. WrestleCon is a major event that gives these people money. A lot of these independent shows depend on this. Now, if they push it back, even if they push it back to May, even if they, we, but I say June because that way we have two months things might hopefully will settle down if they actually do a quarantine uh, a countrywide quarantine start getting mass testing nipping this thing with with the spreading mm-hmm. now people are like well you're being you know over dramatic i'm not being over dramatic i have family members that this could affect if i catch it and i'm just asymptomatic like i could just be affecting anybody i stand next to i can give it to a kid i can give it to an elderly person and that that's what they're not understanding is that you can be asymptomatic but you're contagious and that's that's what everybody's not grasping that's what everybody's saying oh it's just another flu it's just another bug it's not doesn't kill as much as this austin aries is saying that heart disease kills more guess what austin nobody fucking gives a shit about your fucking vegan lifestyle right the fuck now i care about a disease that could kill grandparents that can kill aunts and uncles that could kill anybody with any type of lung disease or immunodeficiency disease so i don't give a shit about that this is something serious we don't know what this disease is we don't know we know it spreads fast and we need to self-quarantine we need to do social distancing we need to wash our hands after we go to the bathroom or sneeze or cough in them if you use hand sanitizer make sure to put lotion on at night to help your hands wipe things down just be smart it's like the basics it's sad it's sad that we think that the bait yeah the basics we should all be doing this but yeah, and it's great. And it's like you want to take a look at one instance when as far as like how fast that it spreads and everything. Look at Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz. I mean, he was being unbelievably stupid, touching everything, ended up affecting one of his teammates and also a kid who gave, got, he gave an autograph to. And he also uh, infected uh, a player from the Detroit Pistons who tested positive and a Apparently now, the, you know, the Sixers have to worry about that because they played the Pistons. Yeah. So it's just like one thing after another after another. I mean, like, I will I will say, you know, it was really surreal watching SmackDown from the Performance Center. It's going to be really surreal watching Raw from the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. I can hear them, the smarks now. Becky has no reaction. No shit, motherfucker. <laughs> No. Yeah, and well speak yeah, speaking of that kind of like say segueing to the next thing. The first the first uh show 
after all the quarantines and everything were put in, or uh, guidelines were put into place and everything was Friday Night SmackDown. They'd made the decision to move it from the De- Detroit to the Performance Center with no fans in attendance. And looking at it, yes, it did have a different vibe, obviously, especially since Captain Obvious, Michael Cole, kept mentioning the fact that there was no fans in the audience. In the audience. Duh. And But I do believe that it did keep to the mantra of, like, the show must go on, and even though there's no fans in the audience, we're still going to entertain the the fans at home. So, Kayla, when you were, like, when you checked out Friday Night Smackdown, what did you, what did you grasp from all of it? I kind of laughed because it was just like, I mean, you could literally just, especially with Bailey and Sasha was out there, Bailey was just like, you could just really just look like, like, like she was going through her head, just like, okay, this is not weird at all. You know, it's like, and then you had Daniel Bryan that come out there, try to do the yes movement. It was just like, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me stop. You know, you can tell, (laughs) you can really tell that the fans is what motivates them and not having them there. I think it kind of depressed them a little bit because that's what they build on. Yeah. Especially John Cena. He builds on it. Let's go Cena. Cena sucks. He builds (laughs) on that, you know, I mean, they build on everything and that's something, you know, Vince McMahon in a way he's got to learn. Um, you know, learn if they would not be no WWE if it wasn't for the fans. And, like, if he does this for the WrestleMania, well, I hate to tell you, this WrestleMania might go down as one of the worst WrestleManias in history because there ain't no fans to celebrate the Super Bowl of wrestling. So, I really honestly, no matter what situation, rather it gets cleared up or whatever they're doing, um doing i hope he makes the right choice and postpones so yeah and i do appreciate the fact that cena even like addressed the audience at home like saying like can't wait to be reunited with you guys soon and everything so i did appreciate that and it was also funny when uh like you said kayla when brian was trying to do the yes chant and he stopped gulak was like saying keep going keep going it's like it doesn't it doesn't matter (laughs) so it's like keep it's like it's like the show must go on like whether the fans are there or not Aye, aye, aye. What do you think, Jolly? I mean, watching Bailey come out was watching her come out any other time, audience or not. Don't get me wrong, I love Bailey, but like she just she gets no reaction, heel or face, it, and it sucks for her because. And I think this is like the one time she actually had fun with it. Her and Sasha had fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a good show. I was um, surprised that they actually showed the. Um, Elimination Chamber male uh, men's tag team match, but I understand why they did it. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of travel issues with um, the stars, so either some of them had to wait for later flights. Um, Paige couldn't come in at all. Not a big loss. Don't fucking care. Um, and it was it was just it was nice, but the people bitching that they put on the uh, Elimination Chamber. That was actually smart. People are like, okay, what's this? All right, now I need to watch with it without the commercial breaks. What do they cut out? Because that was that was, in my opinions, the match of the night when it came to Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was exciting to see. Um. I love. I think Roman had a great promo, and like like you said, you could see that they were depressed. You could see that this this is affecting them too, but. 
the bottom line is their health is more important than money. Our health is more important than money. But they know that the show must go on in some aspect to help the people because this there is no sports. There, there's nothing. Mm-mm. There's no lawn darts. There's no bowling. There's no golf. There's no tennis. I mean, they were going to try to do um, NASCAR for the next two weeks without fans, but it's just like, they're like, you know what? No, we're just going to reschedule those two races. They're postponed or they're canceled. Yeah. Um, you know, that sucks for the drivers. That's money. The, the NBA being shut down. Um, I think it was one of the, uh, I forget who it was, but one of the players is like, you know, we didn't plan for this. We live, we live paycheck to paycheck just like everybody else. And it's like, yeah, that's a tough decision. But um, in my mind, I'm like, well, yeah, y'all live paycheck to paycheck in the thousands. Mm-hmm. A lot of us live paycheck to paycheck in the hundreds. I mean, me personally, I barely gross 500 to 600 a month. So, you know, they're bitching about thousands. I only make six, dude. Just eat. And this makes me respect this. I respect Bailey, Alexa, Nikki, Oscar, Oscar coming out in full makeup and ge- her gear, dancing and interfering in a match and trying to set up a <laughs> WrestleMania. That Bray Wyatt, that was the most brilliant, beautiful, chilling promo I have seen in a long time. And then. He goes on to freaking Twitter saying, you know what, if Mania's postponed, I want to have this match in a Hooters. I'm like, okay. I like that so much. I'm like, and everybody's and everybody's interacting with it. Bray is brilliant at this. I mean, I'm, I'm shocked that we're not seeing more bigger stars like Seth or Becky, Charlotte. Um, I mean, Sasha's been putting out, like, um, we've got time. You know, she she's doing little little weird tweets. Mia Yim uh, gave out respect to people in the service industry. The, mm-hmm. I mean, anybody listening to this, if you go to Costco, Sam's Club, BJ's, Walmart, Walgreens, and you see those people behind the counter, you see those people watching you fight over fucking toilet paper, thank them. Thank them for coming in. Thank them for staying open because they have to deal with your bullshit. And they get paid shit. They don't even make 15 an hour. So while you're fighting over water and while you're fighting over toilet paper or hand sanitizer or hand soap, thank the people that are there taking your money and not getting paid enough with no health insurance, with no nothing. Yeah. But yeah, no. It was At first, it was hard for me to watch because, like I said, you guys know that I am very stressed out about all of this. Mm-hmm. I fly in, in two and a half weeks if it's still going on. I should be flying out. Whether or not I am, that that depends on a lot of different factors. If they cancel it, I, I get refunded my money and I can breathe. If they postpone it, I get to go and I get to interact with my favorite people in the world, the WWE Universe. If they go on... In an empty arena, and I can't go. It's 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 not the same, and this is really like a lot of a lot of uh, people in the wrestling Twitter universe, like they're they're taking time off, they're backing away from Twitter because this is, 
-hmm. a very, very hard time. And I think we need to, as a community, not just wrestling, not just whatever your fandom is, whether it's uh, comic books, movies, TV shows, wrestling, NFL, NBA, NLB. Look, we're humans first and foremost. Treat each other with respect. Stop being dicks. Because guess what? When I see you being a dick and I see you repping a, a favorite star or wrestler or actor, I will tag that actor, screenshot your shit, and show them what a dick you are in their name. And I will report your ass to Twitter. So consider this a warning from the jester. I will come for your ass. Be nice. This is a tough time for everybody. People with mental illness are going to be in overdrive. People with mental illness are going to be in a heightened state of angst and anxiousness. I suffer from anxiety. I suffer from major depression. I suffer from PTSD. It's not a fun time being in our heads. And that is the only reason I was thankful for Friday Night Smackdown. That's the only reason I'm going to be thankful for Raw. That's going to be the only reason why I'm thankful for NXT and even AEW, if they can find a place to perform because they're still working on it because apparently I read they might not be able to use the Daily Palace or the Daily Place or wherever. I don't know the name of it. Uh, I know it's Daily something. But they might not be able to use it because a person that worked in that building was um, positive for coronavirus. Oh, so like, I, I, I really hope that they find a way to yeah. put on a show for their fans. And that's coming from somebody that, you know, that's not an AEW fan, but I'm a wrestling fan and I know what that means to people. Some independents have to put a risk out there and have to wrestle. It's unfortunate that they have to do this. So I see a lot of people plugging. If you have a favorite independent wrestler, if you have a favorite wrestler, period, buy their merch, support them, buy a ticket to a show in your area so you can go see them support wrestling in any form that you like because right now we're all fans and we're all waiting with bated breath exactly deep breaths okay. and alcohol <laughs> oh man Kayla did you have something else no you all said deep breath so I was just like whoo <laughs> <laughs> alright so let's get into some fun let's get into some fun topics here Okay, so Bailey made comments this week that she does see a future WrestleMania match with her and Sasha down the line with the right buildup and everything. So with mentioning it for like a brief second, um, so if we do end up getting this WrestleMania postponed, so let's, let's say June, Kayla, do you think that they could still have their match this year with Sasha, uh, Sasha and Bailey with the postponement and the right buildup? It's possible. Um, I don't see it right now, but um, but between now or whatever, um, definitely a right build-up will definitely be a possible match for Bailey and Sasha at WrestleMania. However, if it's not at WrestleMania, I really don't know who her opponent will be, but um, it would definitely be interesting to see how they just basically pull the trigger because like right now they still look like the bestest besties ever in the whole world right now so mm -hmm. um 
it's definitely going to be interesting how they decide to pull it. All right, Jester, what you got? The week prior, um, when they beat Lacey and Naomi, mm-hmm. Sasha kept staring at the title, saying she did it for her. But she kept staring at the title. She said she's dedicating the uh, her her album, quote unquote, to basically when she said that she's looking at the title. Bailey yeah. backed away last night or Friday night when Nikki flew across. She she kind of left. She didn't pull Sasha back. So they're already leading up to this happening. So you now, can see, like, you can could, you could see a tad bit of segue here, a little bit? Yeah. Now, with her saying that, and if they do postpone to June, I definitely can see if, if it's postponed to June, yes, they can make this into a storyline because now you have two months to build it up. Okay. Um, and with there, there's already cracks here and there. That, like, there's already cracks in the armor. Right. So, so it, but if it doesn't happen now, it should happen at SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't happen at WrestleMania, who knows who the opponent's going to be at this point? Because it's like I've heard so many rumors, so many suggestions. Heck, the last one I heard since Nia announced she was healthy and everything, I heard the last one it was going to be Nia. Well, they were saying that it was going to be a six-pack challenge, but I think that's it. But they didn't bring that up. They didn't bring up any opponent for for Sasha or for Bailey at Wrestle about WrestleMania. The only WrestleMania uh, things they talked about was, I think, Becky's match, Roman's match, The Fiend, and Cena. Those were the only ones that was really talked about when it came to WrestleMania. Yeah. And it's like, yes, the a lot of people were getting annoyed that they kept bringing it up, bringing it up, bringing it up. Because again, because we're wondering what's going to happen. Um, so if it's postponed, definitely. If it's not, there's no way in hell. Yeah. All right. So also going back to Friday night, Jolie, you mentioned it already. With um, during the opening match, Alexa was out on the apron and everything, and I, we had an appearance by Oscar. Uh, interfering and basically taking Alexa out of the match. So it does appear that Asuka was listening to Alexa's um, messages and everything. So, Joel, so okay, so Jolie, with WrestleMania or whatever big ne- next event is going to come up and everything, uh, let's see, for the women's tag title match, you see these two teams going ahead, or are we going to get uh, – a third, a triple threat with um, Natalia and Beth. How's it looking? Um, I think if WrestleMania is postponed, we might just get Alexa versus uh, Alexa and Nikki versus the Kabuki Warriors, possibly at Money in the Bank if that's still going on. But if it was at Mania, it would be a triple threat match, definitely. Okay, Kayla. Um, I would definitely love to see um, Nikki Cross and Alexa get the titles back. Um, if they postpone it to Money in the Bank, or rather, it may be on a Raw or SmackDown. Um, a part of me is definitely still wanting them to 
get the titles back because when they won them the first time, I cried. Because one, Alexa had another title. And two, Nikki Cross got the opportunity to have a title because she never had a title in um, NXT. So I kind of thought it was a good thing for them both to have it because it kind of lit, lit them up a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, believe it or not, Nikki kind of toned down her crazy chaos that she loved to call. Uh, um, I don't know. That might have not been too much of a crazy because she still drank coffee, which she stated on um, Twitter a while back. Make sure you give her lots and lots and lots, lots and lots and lots of caffeine. So, um, <laughs> and never to give her a diet diet soda. Uh, so, ah. but, but, um, but no, definitely um, rather. If I had to pick, honestly, a team, if it's not Natalia or Beth Phoenix, um, take the titles, I definitely would like to see Nikki Cross and Alexa. Is your internet okay? You keep skipping. It's very, very low, but it's gone. Oh, man. <sighs> okay. No, honestly, I mean, honestly, it's like I'm so I was like so happy when Nikki got the title the first time and everything. But very a little part of me misses the crazy Nikki that was in NXT. I miss I miss the psychotic. Right. I think, I think Psycho Nikki will be back a little bit. Uh, she comes out and matches. Um, but I honestly love these two together. And right now she really can't be hyper crazy character going full time with the title because she is studying for major tests. I think she's going for her masters. Oh yeah. I think I remember uh, hearing something about that or seeing that. Hmm. No, it's just a, I guess it's just a personal preference and everything, but yeah, if Alexa were ever to turn on Nikki, Ooh, psychotic will be coming out for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's go back. (laughs) to Monday Night Raw. And if you want to talk about someone stirring the pot, meet Mr. AJ Styles. Of course, he comes out a piss from Elimination Chamber and how Taker interfered with his match with Aleister Black and ends up calling out The Undertaker for a match at WrestleMania and to boot, calls out The Undertaker's wife in the process. Jolie, stupid move or what? Oh, it was an extremely stupid move, especially when he called him Mark. <laughs> uh, when he went to the real name, it's just like I, I had that that Rhonda flashback when she tweeted out, okay, Rebecca Quinn, next time I see you, I'm going to kick your ass for real uh, moment. It was just yeah. like, why? Come on, AJ. And then, and then you invoke Michelle. It's like, oh, dude, you don't go out. Did you learn from when Joe went after your wife? That's what I was thinking the same thing. Like I, I could just see Samoa Joe just face on like, oh Jesus Christ, this stupid motherfucker. <laughs> like you, you didn't learn from me, dude. Like you don't go after the wife. Ah, but yeah, no, it, it's definitely like I, I want to know which version though we would get. Like I would honestly love to see American Badass. Yeah. Because I've seen, I've been to a pay-per-view event. I've been to a limit, uh, Extreme Rules when he came out as the dead man. 
but I mean, like, it, I think it would be awesome just to, even though I kind of loathe Kid Rock at the moment, like, the, <laughs> to hear, oh, no, no, it's Limp Bizkit, never mind. Um, dead man walking and keep rolling, 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 just, and then him just come down on his chopper and that would be just fucking epic. Here's one thing I was also thinking during that promo and everything, when he, AJ was like saying the nail in the coffin, could we possibly end up getting a casket match out of this? If it's possibility, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, yeah. I think he feels that he'll be the one to retire Undertaker, and I don't see it happening. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, Brad Shepard, that lovely piece of garbage, <laughs> um, I think he tweeted something about Stone Cold's coming in and that he's going to help Undertaker with the OC, and they're going to have a tag team match at Mania with... I, the hell are no. you smoking? Stop sucking people's dick, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Kayla, what you think? Um, Back up the little thing. Um, Yeah, what is AJ thinking? Because um, it's just like weird because you basically almost killed Joe, you know, calling out coming out every weekend going, Wendy. I mean, hello, as far as uh, AJ Styles calling out Michelle, um, I think he just lit the fire a little bit underneath the Undertaker. Um, and then it wouldn't surprise me if, when his match happens, regardless if it's now or the postponed or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I definitely do not see the Undertaker coming alone like he may he came out there with him, but I have a feeling at some point he might have him like, hey, if uh, Gallows and Anderson gets involved, I need your back. So I have a feeling he's not coming alone. I have a feeling that Alistair Black would get involved, to be perfectly honest. That that yeah. right there between either Alistair Black or The Fiend, but I think The Fiend storyline ends with Cena, um, yeah. at least for that portion. Because I always thought, oh, The Fiend versus Undertaker would... That would be the retirement match. But I think Alistair Black should be the one that retires um, The Undertaker. Ooh, that would be a good one. Okay, and so uh, on the flip side with another uh, husband-seeking revenge story. So we had another another continuation with Edge coming back, trying to get his hands on Randy Orton. And Kayla, talk about RKO's out of nowhere, huh? Most definitely. Um, RKO out of nowhere. Maybe we could. I wish he would have done a spear, but um, it was really cool that he triggered the RKO. Kind of give Orton like a taste of his own medicine because it was kind of funny. Him laying there like, oh, this is what it feels like rubbing his head, you know, <laughs> like, man, I did this to Beth Phoenix. What was I thinking? Kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I, if I have to say, Best RKO out of nowhere, not by RKO himself, would definitely would have been the one that Edge came back and put on Orton because, like I said, he was not expecting it. I think if anything, as far as expecting it, he might have been expecting the spear, not for him to use his own move against him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, that was really cool. 
Yeah, that was definitely cool. It's like, taste your own medicine, bitch. Uh, Jolie? Um, I thought it was poetic. I thought it was great. And then when he did the concerto to MVP, uh, which was brilliant, I think. Um, uh, that was actually a really good segment. Like, he just came out. Like, he was on a mission. He didn't even talk to MVP. He called out Randy. Randy came out, and then boom, the RKO. Mm-hmm. Randy runs like a scared little bitch, and then MVP gets his ass whooped and concertoed. And I think that, like, you know, someone's like, oh, he shouldn't have touched him yet. N- no, this is perfect. Like, it's it's a layer upon layer upon layer. It's got to build. It's keep building. It's it, the, the peak will be whatever the match is going to be at the show of shows and whatever the hell that is. Right. And that's not going to be a normal wrestling match. No way in hell it's going to be a wrestling, normal wrestling match. It's definitely going to be a stipulation match. Like, um, if Edge loses, he's he's done. He's retired. Or uh, if Randy loses, he leaves Raw. Yeah, or just like some kind of like no DQ, no holds barred, street fight. Pick your poison on that one, huh? I I don't want to see it. Uh, I, I'll be perfectly honest. I would rather see like a last man standing match. Um, just because I think that that's what this this rivalry has come to heads to. It it's the last man standing is one of the my favorite matches. Um, I love the Braun Strowman Bobby Lashley uh, last man standing match when he threw him through the off he threw him like down onto something I forget it was like through tables and everything he was just dead um, like that was actually probably one of my favorite matches besides the um, the Becky and Seth match at the end of the show but that was like one of my favorite matches I love I love last last man standing last woman standing because it, you get to use props, but you get to, you know, be a little bit more vicious and be a little bit more, in in my sense, safe because you know how to handle things. Yeah. <sighs> so, so, Kayla, what would your preference be as far as like a type of match for those two for whenever they collide, like WrestleMania or postponed WrestleMania or whenever at this rate. Winner takes wife. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, nobody just... wants nobody wants Randy's wife. I'm sorry. Nobody wants that um, to trash. Anyway, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Um, uh, if I really had to choose, um, probably two of my all-time favorite matches would probably be maybe with the whole chairs. Um, getting involved, maybe like a last man standing or, um, winner has a loser has to, you know, retire or whatever. Well, I don't see Orton retire. Um, but maybe not like a last man standing, um, or make a little, do a chairs match, just a regular chairs match and just let them go at it for each other. <laughs> um, and I don't think there's any 
of the matches after that I really think they could settle in my first wife, but I'm just kidding. No. Hey, if she makes Orton happy, that's all you can do is respect that. I mean, I don't have anything against her. So. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I don't have anything against her. I really don't. It's her siding with Rebby that's rubbed me the wrong way. Um, some things that Rebby says, I agree with. Rebby with the whole Jeff and Beth Hardy stuff, you know, with Rebby putting out Jeff's business like the way she did, I have lost respect for her. Rebby putting out, you know, putting down the company that gave her husband the 10 millionth of a chance to come back um, and saying, oh, they stunted his, his creativeness. Okay, he could have gone to NXT at any point. Mm-hmm. You know... Triple H would have probably loved that creativeness down there. He, th- there were options, and yes, okay. So Vince likes control. That's fine. You guys knew this when you first signed your contracts. Mm-hmm. So the way that she constantly put down the company, put down Vince, put down everybody else. Like you know, I just, I honestly see a show for Bravo. Real Housewives of Wrestling. That's what I was like, like a Real Housewives or like a like a couple show or something like that. But yeah, it's like with all the drama and all the couples within wrestling altogether. <laughs> yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Especially since going back to AEW for a minute this past week when Britt was on the stage and Big Swole comes out. And of course, it's like Britt Baker girlfriend of Adam Cole, Big Swole, married to Cedric. And it's like, they're them two just like confronting each other and Britt telling Big Swole that the only person in, in wrestling that you're in your household that anyone cares about is your boyfriend. Big Swole says, I'm married, baby. So it's like, it's funny how it's like AEW through and WWE references there. <laughs> it's Again, this is my biggest pet peeve with AEW, you want to be your own company, leave WWE out of your mouth. It's that fucking simple. Just shut the fuck up about WWE, put on a good show. Yeah. Like, when they said, oh, she's... And, like, you know, I think she even... I think even Big Swole brought up something about Cedric not wrestling or getting buried, and it's just like, you know... People need to chill with the buried word. They really do. And he can go back to 205 Live if he wants. You know, I don't see them like, you know, he, it's just, it's so frustrating with like the buried, like, oh, Ricochet's buried, Cedric's buried. Oh, you should be happy though, Kayla. I mean, you'll get to see your boyfriend on a Friday Night Smackdown more. My boyfriend? Mojo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If yeah, WWE shop. Can y'all get another shirt from Mojo? So okay, little zip it. <laughs> Actually, he does not have not one. So yeah, WWE shop. If you're listening to this podcast, please give the man a shirt. Mojo Riley <laughs> deserves a shirt at shop. All right. Because if you want anybody to be happy, it'll be me. I promise you. She'll buy them all. <laughs> I'll buy one for everybody in the wrestling department if he gets one. <laughs> ah. 
All right. Speaking of Mojo. Don't make it. Do not make it. <laughs> oh. Not a big Mojo fan? So, not really. <laughs> no, I, just, I just felt like... I'll buy her a Seth Rollins shirt. <laughs> I think she'll quit at that point. Oh, man. All right. So, speaking of Mojo, he was on Friday Night SmackDown to squash any rumors about his good friend, Rob Gronkowski. And so, on backstage this past week, Ryan Satan, um, or Satin, I don't know. Yeah, Satan's the right word. (laughs) He, He came on and said that the former tight end is very close to finishing up a deal to join WWE. Mojo came on stating that the rumors are true and that he would actually be on the very next episode of Friday Night SmackDown. So, how do you see... I'm going to throw this to Jolie first. Uh, how do you see Gronk... Um, how do you see him in the WWE? Number one, I want them to release his medical records. I'm worried about CTE, to be perfectly honest. Um, If he does wrestle, I hope he wrestles really safe people, because I am worried about his health and wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, But he is a bigger, uh, larger-than-life personality. I remember when he played the Eagles in Super Bowl 52, how he was prancing on the field when he scored that one touchdown. I was like, you know, he does have a larger-than-life attitude. He does have this, this flair mm-hmm. uh, about him, especially when it comes to performing. I think that he he would honestly be a good fit talent-wise, but I think he'd be better off as maybe a manager. Definitely, actually, no, I, I'd, I would rather see him as a manager because he has that Bobby Heenan-esque personality like he would dress and drag to try to get into a show to like he's i could see him doing like that he did dance with the laker girls one night well everybody tries to dance with them (laughs) i'm not gonna say it just kayla what do you think (laughs) um I actually kind of agree with you a little bit. He kind of does coming straight from the NFL. He kind of does need to, you know, watch his health. Um, don't ever do it because I hate for him to actually get in the ring and he actually, I don't know, just ends up breaking, well, not breaking anybody, anything, but tearing an ACL or some kind of muscle where he has to be out. Um, I'd like to see him as a manager and definitely – for Mojo Raleigh, because uh, I think some, you know, maybe they gave him a manager or somebody, you know, maybe help him. Maybe it'll help him get built up a little bit. But um, either way, I'm really excited to see how they start using Rob um, in the WWE. So um, come Friday night SmackDown, we'll figure out what's in the store for him. And the thing that kind of, like, confused me the most, or I, that kind of, like, put me off is, like, when I saw, like, the announcements on Twitter, a lot of people are against this because it's, like, they're bringing in somebody else and not utilizing the talent that we already have and everything. But it's, like, you would think with someone with uh, Gronk's 
and just his energy alone is like off the charts and it's something that would be like perfect a perfect fit for WWE. He's got this like beautiful persona. It's it's amazing mm-hmm. to see um what Gronk can do. Um we saw him in ring um a couple WrestleManias ago. I think when they were in San Francisco, I think. I think that was uh Candlestick Park, I think. Yeah. Um, where he helped Mojo win the Battle Royal. Right. So it's like, he, he does have skill. He does have the, the flamboyance. And like I said, like people are like, well, yeah, they could use this. There's, there's reasons you sign celebrities to contracts that's other than wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's reasons why they sign legends back that are not even, like, the, like MVP. There's rumors swirling around that he is going to be leading a stable with Ricochet and Cedric. That would be an awesome idea. I would love that. I mean, people are only seeing this from a wrestling standpoint. But, like, myself, I see it manager, hype man. You know, I could see him being Mojo Zelina Vega. There we go. (laughs) What would you think about this though? If he, from a wrestling, if he did like come out for like a mainly a wrestling standpoint and everything, and all the work wouldn't be put on him, what would you think about him being in a tag team with Mojo? I'm game. It gives Mojo more screen time. They're technically already established because they are such good friends in real life. Um, and in all honesty, it'd be a fun tag team, and I would like to see those two with uh, Otis. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Kayla? Would that be a good tag team? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because no. we need we need some good tag teams out there. Yeah. What would their name be, Grojo? You can't do Hype Bros, because I was already taken once. Well, it's Gronk and Mojo, so Grojo. Uh, that, that would be a good question. That would be a good question. Remind me to put that up on Twitter tomorrow. You got it. All right. All right. So, NXT. So, we started off this week's show with Keith Lee defending the North American title against Cameron Grimes. Of course, Keith Lee won. Thank God. And then Damian Priest, the little rat bastard, popped up again and attacked Keith Lee from behind. Dominic Dijakovic came out to save his neck, and then he ended up getting a powerbomb on his own from Keith Lee, probably because he didn't know who exactly attacked him or what. But all, all I know is, like, the North American title picture is a little bit of a mess right now. All right, so, Kayla, how do you see this playing out? Well... To be honest with you, I still going to relate. Um, Dominic Dijakovic's not going to give up until he has that title, because um, it seems like he always to work his way in there somehow. Hey, let me come save your ass. Um, hey, let's have a title match. Um, so either way, um, it was kind of interesting with the um, Cameron Grimes uh, match. Like you said, thank goodness Keith Lee retained. I'm not a fan of Cameron. Um, Me neither. 
But as far as Dominic Dijakovic, what the heck? Let's give him another round, maybe. <laughs> I mean, he ain't going to give up until he gets it. So um, if anybody, if honestly, if I had really had to choose anybody in NXT right now to take the title from Keith Lee, I would prefer it to be Dominic Dijakovic. Um, so give him another match, y'all. I don't care at this point. <laughs> Make him happy. <laughs> no, it's like, I definitely, I mean, Dominic would be a good person to take it off him, but Jolie, it's like, I don't think Damien's going away anytime soon. No, definitely Damien's not going anytime soon, and you did see Keith on Twitter saying, awkward, sorry, you know. <laughs> I mean, what happened was, <laughs> well, he was, anybody that gets hit in the back of the head with a club is going to be out of it, so it's like, I understand why he attacked Dijakovic, um, Priest being the rat bastard that he is, gives rats a bad name. Um, <laughs> but no, I think it's definitely either going to end up to a triple threat, um, or Keith does drop to Dijakovic either at this takeover, whenever that is, or the following takeover. Just because I, I he does, I think, uh, I don't deserve it, and I think that Keith... Uh, should go to either Raw or SmackDown. I would love to see him. There, there's too many matches up on those two shows that he he could be excelling in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, oh no, he's turning heel. No, he's not turning heel. I think there's already enough male heels on on NXT as is. So I think I think we're That's fine on that. Yeah, that's for damn sure. And, and, and is it I, just me though? Though is it just me, or does Cameron Grimes remind anybody else of Captain Caveman? Yes, <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah. It's just like, I mean, I know some guys like come out there with like a little bit of a hairy chest and everything, but it's like, it, and I hate just like flat out saying this and everything, but it's just like whenever he comes out, it's like disgusting to look at it's like i almost want to fast forward through the match but i i I couldn't on wednesday because i wanted to see keith lee i mean the only person that that looks good harry in all honesty is killian dane i I will say that right now like he's got the body for it he's got the like the build for it and it's just like you know he reminds me of a giant ass grizzly bear so that that's (laughs) fine for for killian for captain caveman uh dude listen it's no. okay to have a little hair. It is okay. But you're not Michael J. Fox. You're not in Teen Wolf. Just trim it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Something. Captain Caveman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And um, I think I figured out who's taking all the toilet paper. Who? Anybody ever watch Beavis and Butthead? Long, long time ago. Yeah. I got a great corn hoodie. I need to for my bunghole. <laughs> oh, Beavis and Butthead fans. <laughs> you have uh, to for my bunghole? Who took on a TP? Oh, talk about your conspiracy theories. <laughs> uh, no, I just saw that on, on Twitter when I was on my phone. It's like, oh, I got to bring that up. Ah, uh, that's definitely a good theory. Okay, so also this past Wednesday, we found out the true intentions um, from Mr. Velveteen Dream. It wasn't about Roderick after all. It was about Adam Cole and the NXT title. And so 
but Cole's like saying you haven't deserved, you haven't earned nothing yet. But in in the end, I mean, Jolie, it looks like we're gonna get this matchup eventually, huh? Oh, definitely. And I think you know, I felt that this was brilliantly played. I thought that this was ex ex ex. ex I thought that this was excellently done um, from Dream's standpoint. Like, okay, I'm just focusing on Ruddick. No, no, I'm not. This this is a game. I'm going to get you guys. And uh, can I just say props to Pete Dunne pulling an Eddie Guerrero? I, I love, love that. That. <laughs> that was at, like, that was right before this. Like, that was, he was taunting them before this match. And yeah. I thought that that was like brilliant that he pulled an Eddie Guerrero and got Roddy and uh, Cole booted at, or they got DQ. I forget what happened. They got ejected from, from ringside. Yeah. Okay. No. Cause I think I was switching between that and um, actually I was switching back to the news because I wanted to know what was going on. So like I was switching back and forth and it was a commercial at the time. And then I, when I came back, they were already gone. And I didn't know what happened. Um, so yeah, like, I saw the clip afterwards and I just, I'm like, I said, I, I said in a, a comment, I really can see Eddie just smiling brightly at Pete Dunn right now saying, that's right. Lie, well, eat, and steal. Well done. Oh, man. Uh, Kayla, are we getting this match eventually? What is the one way to get the big reigning of the group the big head is to go after the little Hulk, heads which is exactly what which what Velvet Team Dream did what think made us think he was going after strong and he turns around and goes after Adam Cole mm-hmm. so um and speaking of Adam Cole six days he uh. retains he actually, I'm sorry, in six days, he will tie the title at 292 for longest reigning. Um, I'm going to give him. Um, and also, definitely, this match is going to be probably one of the epic matches. And I'm all the way for Velveteen Dream. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't think it would be Adam Cole breaking Finn's record. I mean, I know it was going to happen eventually, but out of all people. Really? Seriously? I'm, I'm actually okay with it. They know they've known each other for a long time. Um, True. It's, a, it's an ex Bullet Club member from New Japan. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I'm, true. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with Adam Cole um, breaking the, the record, but in my heart of hearts, I always wanted Tommaso Ciampa to break the record. Yeah. Well, during Cole's little tirade against Dream, he mentioned the fact that he was the greatest NXT champion of all time. Um, I said, you're full of shit. <laughs> so so I wanted to kind of bring this up also because I know that you two would probably have different opinions on it. So, Kayla, who is the greatest NXT champion of all time? Greatest NXT In my opinion, Mm -hmm. Jolie might come to South Carolina and kill me for this, but I would definitely have to say the first ever NXT champion, Seth Rollins. 
I'm not going to kill you for that. I mean, it, it can be said that he he was the first, but I disagree that he's the greatest. For me, I think it um, would probably be either KO or um, Drew. <sighs> now, I didn't really... From what I'm... I had I didn't really watch the whole like NXT from the beginning, whatever the titles were handed out and everything. But if I have to pick one, um, Shinsuke and Joe would be on my on my top because they both have hold, held it twice. Yeah, definitely. I, I forgot mm-hmm. about Shinsuke holding it twice. But I mean, if we're talking like, all right, so we're just strictly talking NXT male champion, not NXT women champion, because if it's no, the no, women, no, male, because of what Cole said. Well, you know, he may be the longest reigning male holder, but he's not the longest reigning. That title goes solely on the square shoulders of the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. Uh That is the greatest champion. She had it for over 500 days. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I still want to see a one-on-one match between her and Shayna down the road, eventually. Oh, definitely. I, I love the fact that she did not tap out. I love the fact that, you know, she passed out. I think it, mm-hmm. that that was that was my favorite part of that entire. I'm sorry. I actually I loved that match. It was short though, but it proved how much of a beast Shayna really is. Yeah, she is. She is more threatening than Ronda Rousey ever could be in that ring. Um, and all honesty, that's a match I would all love to see Shayna versus Ronda. Oh, if they can get her back. Man, yeah, if they can get her back and everything. I just, I mean, yes, it proved, it proved to the point that, yes, she is a beast in the ring and everything. But then part of the back of my mind, I was like going, I'm bored with this match already. Well, like I said, my whole issue with, like, I love the match. It shouldn't have main evented yeah that was was my only issue yeah that was my only issue it shouldn't have main evented um yeah that was the whole thing yeah okay so okay so in wrapping up well almost wrapping up with the show and everything for this week I definitely want to bring out another Queen's appointment. So we definitely want to put a title on another superstar in the WWE. And because of a couple of things that happened on Raw, the one that I one that I came up with this was this week was Big Mouth of the Week. It basically, it's like who like basically ran their mouth and who talked too much this week. So if I have to pick one person. I mean, I'm going back to Raw, and it's like, I got, my my choice is AJ, because it's like, yeah, you're coming out to the ring, you're trying to get, you're trying, yeah, I know, you're pissed at The Undertaker for what happened at Elimination Chamber, and it's like, you're trying to get him into a match for WrestleMania, but it's like, you call it his age, you call him by his real name, which is beyond stupid and to top all that you called out his wife in the process and so it's like you didn't learn anything the first time from when you went through the, through the shit with Samoa Joe and so it's just like 
Yeah, you ran your mouth too much, buddy, and uh, Undertaker's going to make you pay for it. Kayla? For all the editing that she's done today, Jolie, you have three weeks off. No water cool. You're great. (laughs) (laughs) My permission. (sighs) Oh, man. (sighs) All right. Ready, Kayla? Kayla? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, so Big Mouth of the Week. Who gets it? AJ Styles, most definitely. (laughs) He just doesn't know when to keep quiet. And like you said, he basically topped the cake when he said Mark Calloway. And then when he triggered Michelle, his wife, why didn't he not learn a lesson with Samoa? in your um so definitely big mouth of the week goes to aj styles maybe at the end of this match between him and undertaker he might not be so phenomenal (laughs) right all right jolie um it's a tie between aj and seth because seth is constantly running his mouth and doing whatever seth does and ordering people around but yeah no aj Sorry, buddy. The jester is saying that you fucked up. (laughs) I mean, I mean, if I was going to go after anybody in the WWE, I would not go after The Undertaker. Like, dumb move of the century. Alrighty. So, wrapping up this would only go. What, Kayla? Oh, I was getting ready to say, you only go after The Undertaker if you have a death wish. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. All right. So wrapping up this week, of course, someone's getting thrown in the hot seat. It's time for Jester's chair, and the Jester herself is in charge this week. Jolie, take it away. Oh, boss lady. Yes. <laughs> You're up. So. Okay. With March being Women's Month, I am going to go to women wrestlers from the WWE, past, present, and future. So, one minute on the clock. I will start, and you get through as many as I got. All right, ready? All right. Trisha Lita. Lita. China or Mae Young? China. Michelle McCool or Mickey James? Michelle McCool. AJ Lee or Paige? Oh, God, both. <laughs> Natty or Beth? Both. Nia Jax or Tamina? Nia Jax. Becky or Charlotte? Both. Sasha or Bailey? Uh, Bailey. Ivory or Jacqueline? Ivory. Dakota or Tegan? Tegan. Shayna or Rhonda? Shayna. Bianca or Rhea? Rhea. Io or Asuka? Io. Kyrie or Liv? Liv Morgan. Ruby or Sarah? Sarah. Billy or Peyton? Neither. (laughs) Sonya or Mandy? Sonya. Lacey or Ember? Ember. All right, that's one minute. That was... Wow! 18. Yikes! 
I had, I had 22 total. Um, all right. I'll throw you on the gesture chair for the last four, uh, last of them. Cat, uh, Carmella or Naomi? Naomi. Lana or Zelina? Zelina. Dana or Alexa Bliss? Uh, Alexa Bliss. Nikki Bella or Brie Bella? Uh, only because of entering Nikki. All right. <laughs> oh, that was definitely a good one. Yeah, it was definitely. All righty. Uh, and, of course, it's my turn next week. Yeah. All right. So that's all we have for this week of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. And stay tuned for a special edition of the Jester's Court. And welcome to a very special edition of the Jester's Court. I am your resident Jester Jolie. And today's special edition has to do with everything that is going on in the world. Now... I want to start with the the basics. Wash your fucking hands. Cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. And if you feel sick, stay home. I've actually had time to digest the fact that WrestleMania has been cancelled. I've had time to digest the fact that I'm not going to be meeting people that I thought I was going to meet up with. Um, Meet for the first time. Hopefully... If this is lessened by the time SummerSlam runs along, I'll be able to meet them then. I've been looking forward to meeting people uh, from around the world, around the globe. Um, but if SummerSlam is yeah, still in effect, then I will be attending at least the access events up there and the meet and greets. Just because that's what I love most about wrestling. To be honest, I love meeting the wrestlers. I love meeting... I just love meeting people, in period. It's just... That's the one thing I was looking forward to most at WrestleMania. um, Was the the access events. Because, like I said, I love meeting new wrestlers, legends alumni, people that I grew up watching and, and telling them thank you and getting to to shake their hand or at this point in time fist bump or elbow bump or toe touch. Um, I was looking forward to meeting Charlotte and Becky again. I was looking forward to meeting the New Day for the first time, meeting Rhea Ripley for the first time. Uh, it's just a lot of us are heartbroken a lot of us are upset and a lot of people are confused about what's going on in the world and I know most of the people that listen to this are wrestling fans so we understand what's going on we understand the ramifications I will say that yesterday Sasha tweeted out in character about, you know, she said, thank you, Vince, because WrestleMania was canceled. And at that point in time, I snapped. I literally snapped because this is something that I have been looking forward to. I was actually going to buy her VIP. I was just waiting for the right time to buy it. 
because I had other people and other priorities that I had to take care of first. And um, when she said that, I snapped and I went off on her. But then she did break character and I appreciate her speaking as herself and not as her character. So um, I doubt that she's listening, but I am, I am sorry, Sasha. I shouldn't have snapped the way I did, but you have to understand fans around the world were coming in to see you perform. And something along this magnitude that stops that. It, it, it's heartbreaking because that we are in no control over the situation. We are, are waiting with bated breath about what's going to happen in the future. Um, myself, I am waiting to find out if I'm going to be going to work. Right now, my job is still open. But um, the Delaware governor has said uh, taverns, bars, restaurants are all closed. We are technically a hatchet house tavern. But we can fit over 100 people in our building. So we're probably going to have to limit our reservations and allow no walk-ins. So there, there's a lot of going on for us. But it's probably going to be only a matter of time until the governor of Delaware decides to shut everything down like they have in New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York. A lot of people are going to be hurting. And I'm not talking about major corporations. Those assholes can go fuck themselves. Casinos can go fuck themselves. Airlines can go fuck themselves. Cruises can go fuck themselves. Because you know what? All they have to do is offer. Once this is cleared up and we can all get back to our daily life, they're going to offer all these deals and they're going to make double, triple, quadruple the money because everybody's going to want to go on vacation after this. Everybody's going to want to get away. So they're going to make their money back. But it's the mom and pops, the no-name places, places that I work at. I work for a hatchet house, and yeah, we are a franchise, but that's owned, the franchise for the state of Delaware is owned by a family. And they're going to hurt because their businesses are going to shut down. Yes, they might be able to work from home, but it's not the same. And I think about all the independent wrestlers and all of the... Well, all wrestlers in general, because when you don't perform, you don't get paid. WrestleCon got screwed right now by Marriott, and I'm deeply disgusted and upset at Marriott for doing this to them when the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, said that no gatherings of 50 people or more, and they're still going to charge them. I mean, that's fucking bullshit. I mean, hell, I'm pissed at Southwest because I can't get a refund on my money. I get a credit. And it's just like, but we don't know when we're going to be able to fly again. Number one. Number two, I don't want to fly again. I don't want to get on a plane. I'm sorry. Like, right now, no. But we need to also take care of each other. There's going to be a lot of 
confused people. There's going to be a lot of angry people. There's going to be a lot of a lot of people with mental illness who shouldn't get stuck in their head, getting stuck in their heads. And in the description of our podcast, I will be posting a couple phone numbers. Uh, one is for the LGBT youth, uh, the Trevor Project, their phone number. Um, and the suicide hotline phone number just so people can talk to somebody just so you know that they're out there and if you ever need to talk to somebody look up our Twitter handles if you follow us on Twitter or look up Jolie the resident jester look look us up we'll talk to you you can DM us you can DM me definitely DM me because I know what it's like to be a part of a fandom and reaching out is something that I've learned to do and that's what I'm doing right now I'm reaching out you guys are not alone nobody is ever truly alone in this if you're on Twitter right now don't be a keyboard warrior don't be a keyboard asshole Instagram same thing Facebook same thing don't be a fucking asshole This is not the time to be an asshole. If you're going to be an asshole, be an asshole at the right people. You're probably thinking, well, who's the right people? Our government for dragging their feet and giving money to corporations that don't fucking need it when us little people do. Be patient. Be kind. Love one another. Those are the most important things right now. We're all in this together. Right now, this world is a giant-ass Titanic, and I'm praying to God that we miss the iceberg known as the coronavirus. We have lost some in the United States, and we've lost many around the world. But we need to be smart about this. We need to be smart for this. We need to be smart for our kids, our future. We just need to be smarter. I mean it shouldn't have taken a pandemic for people to wash their hands. It shouldn't have taken a pandemic to put in more hand sanitizers or to even clean the subway. I mean, seriously, they scrubbed down the subway in New York City. It shouldn't have taken this for them to actually clean up their act. I mean, if Philly did the same way, you could probably go down the Broad Street line and not have it smell like piss would be probably the weirdest feeling in the world. Because like when you get that smell of piss, it's like, ah, oh, you know exactly where you're at. But we need to take care of each other. You, we need to take care of our older folks, too. And our people with immunodeficiency diseases and breathing issues. If you are healthy and you have not been exposed and you know that you haven't been exposed, help out those around you that you can. Offer to go buy groceries or pick up curbside groceries for your elderly neighbors. Offer to help out a mom who has a sick kid and go get his medication. Be human. Because right now we are not a color. This affects everybody. 
and for the record, this is not the Chinese flu. Like, unlike with that motherfucker in the Oval Office, I don't care if you Trumpers are listening to this right now, I don't fucking care. This is what's coming out right now. This is not a Chinese-designed flu. Just because it came from China does not mean it was made by them. This is called the COVID-19 coronavirus. It's the 19th evolution of this virus. So it's existed long before. It just originated and exploded in China. But blaming Chinese people, blaming Asian people, that makes you a racist. So don't be a dickhead. Don't be a racist. This is something that affects everybody. It doesn't matter if you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're Indian. It doesn't care about age because you can be 25 and get it. I was reading a story about a healthy 30-year-old who got it and is now in a coma. This virus does not discriminate. Old, poor, rich, young. It, it's hitting celebrities. It's hitting young, healthy athletes. We are all human in this. We are all... I was going to say Americans, but we're not all Americans. We're all Earthlings. We are all Earthlings right now because this is affecting all of us. So, tell somebody you love them. Donate to a food bank. Help somebody out. I love you guys. Take care of one another. Court is adjourned.